This is the Blattcast, a sometimes fast-paced but usually meandering look at the world. Hosted by Christian Blatt, his trusty co-hosts Will Sterling, Jeff DeRay, and sometimes the lovely Zia Anderson, and less occasionally, Lindsay Floyd. So kick back, get ready for quite possibly the longest one hour to perhaps the shortest two hours and 56 minutes of your life. And now, here's Christian Black. Welcome to Blackcast 450. Jesus, what is wrong with us? But more importantly, what is wrong with all of you that you've let us keep doing this for so long? 450 episodes, and uh, we've got uh, quite an assembly of a, a murderer's row of uh, Blackcasters here. As always, uh, I am Christian Black. As always, except for that one that Will and Jeff did without me. Uh, but as almost really totally 99% of the time, I'm Christian Blatt. And, uh, of course, Will Sterling. Is that the only episode of the Blackcast you've never been, you haven't been on? Well, yeah. I mean, why why would I not be on more than one episode? Well, I thought maybe you, like, uh, Jeopardy guest hosted it. Not that you died, but that maybe. Yeah, no, maybe I, I had, uh, actually, LeVar interestingly Burton enough, on, I had that yeah. guy, Mike Richards, fill in for oh. me on the Blackcast, and that's yeah. where he made all those comments. And yeah. so, uh, you're welcome, Blackcast Nation. And, of course, uh, America's sweetheart, Jeff DeRay, uh, down there. <laughs> And the, yeah, the triumphant. Sorry, <laughs> Sam Whitfield tried to say hi. Oh no! <laughs> but before he said hi, <laughs> he said "hiv," and uh, I'm like, "Oh, so uh, I he he knows that uh, Liev was supposed to be here, but uh, we haven't seen him." Uh, but oh, who needs Liev when it's a joyous occasion? We of course have the one and only hashtag. Coltrane not on Twitter. Hashtag Coltrane not on Instagram. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> that's a uh, that's a you know a space turbulence on an episode of Star Trek for our visual listeners. You know, it's a lot of that back and forth. <laughs> now uh, we've uh, we see that there is a photograph of a young pup there with you. Tell us about that pup oh. and uh, and what the name is. Uh, actually, it's my dog that you guys knew about before that I had. It's just the, uh, he, it's Watson. He is still down in Florida. And uh, I still talk to the woman who, uh, who he lives with now. So she sends pictures every once in a while. And for Christmas, she sent some framed pictures. Beautiful. Oh, cute. And uh, so uh, Watson seems to be enjoying the Florida sun. I'm going to assume that. Uh, uh, he got that fat. <laughs> wait are you talking about watson or you're talking about our friend who's not here right now i'm not sure who you're saying got fat i guess yeah, probably uh so let's see so uh, watson the dog lives in florida so we're gonna know two things about him right away one he's not vaxxed two he never wears a mask in any setting you feel like uh, that's pretty uh, pretty confident yes yeah yeah it's a pretty accurate statement yeah, and uh, Raging Rhino says uh, happy uh, 450. I think 450 is going to become the new 420. Uh, so everybody's going to wish us a happy 450. And I'm sorry, Coltrane, I, I talked over you, which uh, was the case in Blackcast 1. Might as well be the case in Blackcast 450. <laughs> That's fair. I don't even remember what I was going to say. It wasn't that important. But I well, was going to celebrate 420 before uh, I got on here. Actually, oh. at 420, though. 
at 420. Yeah, because it's uh, 608 where you are right now. Uh, Jeff, has there been any uh, 450 celebrating for you today? Or maybe that'll be later? Oh, plenty. Plenty. <laughs> I always celebrate 450. That's <laughs> when my watch beeps at me to tell me I haven't moved in the last 50 minutes. <laughs> Uh, Dominicus Saxon says, can you believe these guys are still going strong at 450 episodes? Dominicus Saxon, let me turn that around and ask you to find strong. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we are still here. And, uh, Sam Whitfield, Liev may be gone, but I'm the new cougar chaser. So it all evens out, you know, oh. God bless Sam. If, uh, you've got cougars in your life, we will carve out a cougar corner of this show. Uh, not to be confused with Coltrane's corner. I was say. It's a different corner. Don't worry. Coltrane always has a corner here. Uh, but Coltrane, I think that yeah. uh, one, I know you already know there's a story that I can't wait to talk to you about. But in uh, Massachusetts area news, uh, the Patriots cut Cam Newton. Did they cut him because he was unvaxxed or did they cut him because eh, he's not that good? I mean, that's that's what's kind of funny. But like the whole not being vaxxed thing is sort of funny to me because once they drafted Mac, Mac Jones, like Cam was gone. The only reason that Cam that they brought Cam back is because they wanted to have someone and they didn't want to look desperate in the draft. So like if they didn't have anyone, then they probably everyone would have thought they needed to move up to get somebody. So they, they had Cam just to have him. They gave him like no money when he signed. So it's not like it wasn't a big deal. And, you know, it's it's sort of like it sort of makes sense that they just kept him around for a while. And then it was like, yeah, um, even though Mac Jones is a rookie and this is probably as good as he's going to be, you know, uh, he's better than you. So bye. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's a, there's another quarterback that, uh, uh, that, well, he wasn't a quarterback anymore that I wanted to talk to Liev about. Um, and, uh, for our regular viewers, they know from last week that, uh, we have, I texted him yesterday. I said, after all these years you've been in broadcasting, you finally have something in common with Joe Rogan. And uh, I got oh. a big LOL from him uh, for that. Uh, and and he, he's like, oh, does he have COVID? I'm like, no, you both have a micro penis. But yes, also <laughs> he has COVID. And look, we've all known David for, oh, at least a decade now, which is crazy to think about, but uh, pretty close to it. And uh, I mean, he's been taken horse tranquilizers and horse dewormers for years. So he also has that in common with uh, Joe Rogan. But uh, I really wanted to talk to him about uh, Tim Tebow being cut from the Jaguars where uh, yeah, he was, he, he was going to be, he was going to be a tight end. Yeah. I, I, mean, I actually tried to, uh, I tried to text Leo uh, when he got uh, signed with Jacksonville. I said, it's Tebow time again. I got nothing. Maybe he's falling he, in love with Tebow. He has changed his number, by the way. <laughs> yeah. That could be it, too. Uh, and uh, yeah, look at this. No. And uh, Sam wants to know if uh, my wife has a contact with Christina Hendricks of uh, Mad Men asking for a friend uh, that, uh, you know, I think that uh, she may fall into the cougar category. You know, the uh, interesting thing about Christina Hendricks on Mad Men is that they used all uh, accurate clothing from the time period, including undergarments. And uh, they didn't have bras from the 
the sixties that uh, would have fit her. So they had to make some adjustments. Uh, I believe that's uh, public knowledge. That's no uh, behind the scenes secrets here. And uh, yeah, but you know, the beauty is that uh, Tim Tebow always finds his way back into the news and uh, uh, you know, uh, Liev, basically what he said to me earlier in the week is uh, I'll be there as long as I'm not on a ventilator. So uh, those are his exact words. <laughs> and uh, he's, he's very paranoid for uh, somebody who uh, went out as much as he did. Uh, he was very paranoid about getting COVID uh, when, when I saw him back in March. And uh, we of course want him to be around for us to make fun of, you know, it, but um you know, and you never know, maybe he'll surprise us. So you have to stay tuned because you never know when he's going to show up. Uh, in any case, uh, so uh, for the uh, the Northeast, is there, uh, there was this crazy, obviously there was Hurricane Ida down in the Gulf Coast. And, uh, you know, really, uh, it literally knocked out the power in New Orleans for like three weeks. And uh, I saw some just insane videos from New York from yesterday, just, you know, basically like old faithful coming down the stairs of the subway. But uh, what's happening up in Massachusetts, guys? Uh, you're our, 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 our on the street there. You're on the ground in the Northeast. And I'm looking out Jeff's window. Looks pretty good today. It was raining, I think, last night or the night before pretty heavy. But, yeah, it's been like it yeah. rained a lot this summer. I think, what was it, June was the rainiest month ever. Like they yep. had the most inches of rain that they've ever had, I think, in a month. Something because it was nonstop, like hard, hard rain all month long. So it has, yeah, basically just been very <laughs> wet, wet boy summer, just like uh, uh, I know. And is. and wet boy summer is almost over. You know, it's going to be Labor Day on Monday, and uh, we've we've packed so much into this summer. And uh, Coltrane, just uh, some some light rain. Nothing, uh, yeah. there's there's no torrential downpours. No, I mean, like, Jeff is pretty accurate. Like, it has rained a lot this summer, but, like, as far as today, yeah, it was, like, 70 and sunny. I was I was out running at the track today, so it wasn't even, it was nothing. Yesterday, it was, like, it like last night it was rainy, but during the day, it was, like, sprinkling a little. Nothing big. Well, and uh, while we're talking about uh, everybody's weather... Uh, Will seems like a beautiful day down in the LBC. Uh, you're settling in nicely down there. Looks like from uh, from Insta. I am. Charlie's barking in the background. Sorry. That's all right. Um, hey. Yeah, it's always very bright in this room. I'm always backlit. So yeah, I'm always going to look sort of ethereal. I guess. Well, I I, I like it because I feel like at any moment you could quantum leap to another point in time. That uh, is so, the idea. Yeah, yeah which... 450. It took us 450, but I've been building a time machine or like a intergalactic Matthew McConaughey bookshelf interdimensional uh, spaceship, and I'm around. Yeah, right all right, there. all right, all right. Well, the uh, the Maybe story that I'm very excited to share with uh, Coltrane is, you know, we all know about the proposals at uh, sporting events and the big, uh, you know, Diamond Vision sort of uh, proposals and uh you know there there are some great stories of joke proposals that have been done you know where like friends know that a guy's going with his girlfriend so he puts their names up but i think that uh this is uh an all-time this is the first that i've ever seen anybody in the chat or anybody here on the show let us know if you've ever seen this but at an akron 
Rubber Ducks game, which I uh, love the name of the Akron Rubber Ducks. Uh, it's right up there with the, uh, the Growlers that uh, Matt and Casey got his shirts for. Uh, you can see it if you're our, one of our video viewers right there up on the big screen. Alyssa, this relationship is over. Tim, uh, Coltrane in the uh, all-time pantheon, the Hall of Fame of, you know, Coltrane's Corner used to be called Guy Talk. Uh, this seems like this needs to be in the Guy Hall of Fame. What is your immediate reaction to somebody taking the time, Coltrane, to put this up on the board uh, and 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 use this as a very public way to break up with his lady? I mean, I feel like I feel like it was inevitable because there, you know, like there were people that were doing the the, the proposals on the jumbotron for a long time. And it just like started to get like really boring. It's like, oh wow, you're gonna do that. That's cool for nobody. So like this was like a way to like sort of uh, spice it back up again, you know, like throwing messages out on the uh, jumbotron. And I mean, honestly, like the like the first thing I did obviously was laugh because it's hysterical. The second thing that I did was think, I mean, I really kind of want to know like ha- like what happened that he wanted to like just like nuke her like that. Because I mean, like. You know, if it's just like you're just going to break up with somebody and there's no like real animosity, it's like, okay, you just sort of break up. You know, there's a million ways to do it. But to like actually go like that distance and like pre-plan it and stuff and and, like just I feel like it's something that had like she had to do have done something like kind of messed up that made him just be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to nuke her. I'm going to I'm going to make this like epic. It's going to go viral for all the right reasons. But I mean, I would just like to know. Yeah, uh, I I agree, and you know it's a little light on the uh, information uh, in in terms of Tim and Alyssa. Although uh, a sponsor of the team, uh, Ohio Amish Country, they are offering them a free stay if they uh, were to come forward and uh, try and rekindle their romance. Uh, and the uh, wait, the actual wait. so this ahead. is like a hotel called. Amish country? No, I, I I would assume it's uh it's Amish country. You know, like how there's Amish country in Pennsylvania. I assume that there's one, and you know, it's like the board of tourism. I would assume. I don't think it's uh, just a hotel called Amish country. Although maybe it is like an Epcot Center, sort of like a an Amish themed thing, where it's like it's more like a Renaissance festival where everybody's pretending to actually be Amish. I, I mean, we all well. know the Amish are known for their as romantics. That's true. They are known for that. And I'm sorry, Jeff. What were you going to say? I was just going to say that they definitely seem like it's like, why wouldn't they just mind their own business? Don't Amish people think that outsiders are the devil? Because they are. Ooh, yeah. And yeah. they did electricity for the Jumbotron thing. Uh, as far yeah. as the Jumbotron thing goes, I just feel like that's kind of like to be a little toxically masculine. That feels like bitch shit. Like that's dramatic. A guy would just be like, it's over, peace, and walk out. Like a girl puts it up on the Jumbotron to be like, it's over yeah I mean, I, I, so like, if she cheated go ahead him and like he found out and it was like somebody that he knew i could see him like just wanting to go nuclear and just being like all right i'm you know like you were trying to humiliate me all right good we'll see he's just got to tell the amish people as i walk through the valley where i harvest my grain i take a look at my wife and realize she's very plain mm. easy uh, a couple of uh, comments on this raging rhino. If you're going to break up by text, may as well go big. Jason Blair with a salient question here. Do the Amish support unmarried couples sharing a hotel? 
they do if you're spending money in Amish, uh, Amish country. Uh, Dominica Saxon points out that he got fired by voicemail once. This was before texting or cell phones. Uh, but uh, I, I kind of want to know more about that, uh, you know, in, in certain, you know, I uh, once upon a time I had a, a voicemail from actually I had two. I had I had one from Sal telling me he was too sick to come and do the radio show. And I had one from Dennis, too. But I, I don't have either of those anymore. What were you going to say, Jeff? I was going to say I've done a more petty breakup than that, though. In seventh grade, I broke up with a girl by pretending I couldn't hear her on the phone and was like, oh, well, God, that <laughs> <laughs> <But> it's over. <laughs> Wait, how did you break up with her pretending that you, <laughs> that you couldn't hear her? What do you want from me? I told you it was like seventh grade. Oh, All time, I was just like, this is over. Do you, do you want to know the real awful shallow reason why it happened? Because I had never met this girl before and my friend had given her my number and she sounded hot and I met her and she was a hot mess. And so I was like, fuck this. So. The seventh grade hot messes. Oh man. Yeah. So back to the, uh, the t- Tim and Alyssa, I would like to know because if he does it publicly because she cheated on him or something like that. I, I feel like it's well deserved. If he just didn't like her anymore, I mean, it's probably easier to do it. And look, I'm going to say that putting a message on the board at the Akron Rubber Ducks game isn't expensive. It's not like putting it on the the marquee in front of Wrigley Field, but you, you are spending some money to do it, you know? So uh, I would really like to know more about Tim and Alyssa, you know, uh, why he felt like this is the way that he had to do it. And I'll be a little disappointed, actually, if they just did it as a joke and and uh, they laughed about it. And, you know, they're like getting married one day, you know, very soon when, you know, they're they're like ballpark. They're minor league ballpark hopping. They're going to go see the Altoona curve. And uh, that's where the wedding's going to be. But uh, I did, you know, Coltrane, I, I texted you last week about this. It immediately made me think of you. Somebody using a a large, uh, you know, just the big sign at, at a sporting event uh, for that purpose. Uh, this isn't as bad as, you know, every once in a while you'll see those uh, those proposals where, like, you know, the girl says no. Uh, that, uh, well, you know, you probably laugh a little, I guess. Let's be honest, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but maybe I mean, it's just I, me. I saw one. It was it, it was just, like, a video of this girl who was who had been with this guy for a long time, and it was, like, at a party with, like, all their friends. And she, like, she wanted to propose to him. And so, like, everyone knew and everyone was excited. They were filming it. And he's just like, no. And she's like, and she's oh. like, what? And he's oh. like, no. And she lost it. And it, it was kind of hysterical. I mean, <laughs> it was hysterical. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Well, uh, Will, uh, what do you, you know, as our, uh, as our resident feminist, Will, uh, I feel like this is a great opportunity for you to be able to weigh in and, uh, and, and give us maybe, you know, a more emotional uh, perspective on this. If they should get back together? Uh, about just doing it in the first place. Um, it's not, I mean, for Tim to do this to her, that's like, uh, it's not okay. 
you know, you don't do that. So even if say there was infidelity on Alyssa's part, this is all hypothetical. Yeah. Of course, you he feel like he should have handled it like a man. Yes. All relationships are, are roads run both ways. If there's infidelity on her part, um, sure. You know, she could be the one who cheated, but usually someone cheats in a relationship because they're not, uh, because they're not happy or they're satisfied. It's actually, with fights or it's actually been studied. It's 1000% true. 50% true. Of, of women who have cheated and like they admitted to cheating said that their husbands were perfectly fine. There wasn't anything wrong. They just wanted like some new excitement. So they it, just like, more that's excitement. one of those things that I, I never liked that because you never know why people are breaking up and like you never know why people are being or going with infidelity. But it always does sort of seem like it's more one sided as to like what people assume happened. Right, so but I don't but like that, especially when you know there, that's okay. I mean, the extension of that is that it's not exactly his fault, or it's not always going to be Tim's fault, right? But it's why in your upbringing, or why in your life, or why in what happened to you at some point in your life, is this a decision that you feel is okay to make? So when you're in a relationship, like why would you desire to seek this outside of a if it's a proposed monogamous relationship? What is the thing that's pushing you to make this decision? It might not always be the partner, but it's going to be something. And so, yeah, that's on her to do the work yeah. to understand why she wants to make that decision. But to light somebody up in a public way for any reason, usually, I don't know. I it's have usually something big. It's usually an not issue with like that. A, I don't like you anymore. That's well, sure, saying, but but to, to take an ad out in a baseball game is like, you know, I don't know. What do you think, uh, Jeff? Do you think that uh, the uh, Akron Rubber Ducks should uh, now adopt a policy, uh, no breakups on the big screen? Well, again, it's. I think if you look at the situation, it's the Akron rug, Rubber Ducks. It's not the even the Cleveland Braves or anything like that. This is a small market local team. I wonder what the more of the story is is this her dad or her brother's team or her favorite team for some reason because other than that it doesn't really seem like it would have much sting it's more like you know that place i take you well, fuck you so i don't know i'm I just mean, it, yeah up. it tends to be that you're there and we're all talking about it. it's one of those things that goes viral so it, that's true i don't like yeah it was at a local stadium but i mean it seems, I, I would say that a dude who's a dude who's willing to do this at a baseball game is probably yeah. a dude that deserves to be cheated on. Oh, burn. But uh, now what about this? Here's the cynic in me. Here's the cynic in me. There's no Tim. There's no Alyssa. The Akron Rubber Ducks thought it would be fun to just go ahead and put that up on the board. And now people are talking about the Akron Rubber Ducks. And if you live, you know, Paul accurate. P., it's probably a short drive for Paul P. to get to the oh, Akron Paul Rubber P. Ducks. Yeah, it's, it's not even a it's not even a surprise because I guarantee some marketer or intern or anybody was like, hey, you know what we should do is a stunt. That's because all the major sports teams have been doing it. Like every time you see the viral video where it's like, oh, she dumped popcorn on his head that was, and the mascot was right there. That is 100 <laughs> percent fake. That is not really yeah. happening. No, and, that's true. And, like, if to you think it really happened, you're done. And to back up Jeff's point, it is a minor league thing. So, like, they've done a ton of crazy things to, like, get attention. So, that's entirely possible. The whole story could have been a little ditty about Jack and Diane, but nope. <laughs> uh, Sam Whitfield, uh, I got broken up via a Facebook status back in high school. It backfired on her hilariously. Uh, it just hurts when I read uh, Facebook status back in high school because uh, that yeah. reminds me that 
Sam is so young that there was I Facebook when he was in high school. Yeah, yeah, even Will, you you guys didn't even have Facebook in high it school. It was still, when I first got into college, you had to be in college to have it. You had to have a dot edu, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. You had to have a college email. And the worst was everybody else got theirs early and Emerson got there super fucking late. So I was like, <laughs> my friends on Facebook and I was so pissed about it. It was the I worst. Avoided it as long as I opened the doors to everybody like two years later. And I was like, this is horseshit. Like <laughs> you've been waiting to get into. And the second you get in, they're just like, and it's kitty hour. You're like, <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. And it wasn't, uh, yeah, it, it was like all the, all the uh, the hot chicks had already been rated, uh, as it were, uh, and, and by the time Jeff came around, it was like, well, yeah, just just Emerson. By the way, Gene Beretta, Gene in Philly, uh, wants to know: Whoa. Is TK streaming from a patch of quicksand? Uh, I will oh, say that actually, his picture that for those watching the video version, <laughs> Gene, it's sad. actually the same picture. <laughs> Look, Ben is now hiding. <laughs> behind Gene's comment. Oh, he's like completely gone. Oh my God, there he is. <laughs> I think you should actually do that throughout the uh, entire uh, show. And uh, lovely Cammy Egan there. Thank you, Cammy, for being there. Cammy uh, Egan, I feel like you need to be uh, heading out in uh, mere minutes to be able to uh, go and see Shang-Chi tonight. And I can't wait to hear what you think about it. Well, uh, right. What a... Tim. Yeah, and uh, oh, this, this is nice. Dominica Saxon. When I was in high school, it was just called book. <laughs> Kevin Egan also says there was no social media when I was in high school, and thank God for that. Uh, yeah, I don't. Um, yeah, you know, back in my day, uh, we didn't call it cyberbullying. It was just, it was just bullying, you know. And and that's that's when bullying meant something, you know. Yeah. Now it's like, is there heart even in it? If you're like not willing to go like wait for a kid to get off the school bus and like, you know, jump him when he goes around the corner, are you really invested in being a bully? If you just want to like, I'm just going to stay at home, you know, I'm going to telecommute my bullying. So That's true. I don't know. Yeah. And, uh, like oh yeah. On the school bus where you used to get picked on, right? Like yeah. you hated being on the school bus. Cause that was when everybody was shitty to you. Cause there was whatever or some so right? you're you're talking to me I directly told, right you specifically yeah, and so I now did. all these kids with the cyber bullying it's like their house and their computer is being on the school bus like every time you just want to like do your thing that everybody else does in your free time you're getting picked on and feel like shit so i just i empathize with those kids i can only imagine it seems like it's got to be harder to have that feed constantly there of like all the meanest shit kids say unfiltered because kids are and fucking strangers <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's now not just say, kids in high school it could be mil it could just be millions of strangers being like you're fucking dumb you fucking yeah. piece of shit you're like yeah, yeah. no it's true the 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 thing about good old-fashioned bullying is that it did end when you safely got on into your yard or closed the door at least and yeah. then now at home it's like oh no no this is going to be uh much worse and uh you know and you have you have terrible stories of like, I think it was like a cheerleader's mom that like said some girl should kill herself and she did. So, yeah. uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, there's uh, a lot of garbage out there. Mom. Yeah. Uh, Sam's trying to make sure that we know he's a little bit mature than he's more mature than he <laughs> seems. Facebook was, like, was just starting out as a public It's thing. It, You can be young. It's okay. You Please, know, I would love to be young. last. We're all going to die before you. But, That's a positive. hundred percent. Yeah. I, yeah, agreed wholeheartedly. What's that, Jeff? <laughs> not at this rate. 
These are <laughs> cougars. Like, good oh, luck, yeah. bud. You're definitely going to get mauled. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> Keep a stick on you. Yeah. Uh, so uh, there's a, occasionally there's stories that make me think of you guys, and uh, this was one. Uh, man suffers permanently disfigured pop-up ad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> on. Uh, a Thai man bad? suffered a permanently disfigured penis after he got it stuck in a padlock, wait for it, for two weeks. So he left wow. his penis stuck in a padlock for two weeks. Uh, the next line in the story says, The Bachelor, go figure, yeah. clamped the metal device around the base of his genitalia in a bizarre sex act, sex act, I'll say. But he lost the key, and his penis started to swell. He tried oh. and failed to remove the small padlock, so he left it on his penis for more than 14 days oh, until it became infected, and the oh. pain was so unbearable that he was rushed to a hospital in Bangkok. Thailand, which is, of course, where the story takes place. They didn't just randomly take him to Bangkok. Uh, so we we hear this story, and we immediately want to know, uh, Jeff, have you ever left your penis anywhere for 14 days? Left it anywhere for 14 days? I put mine like, in the fridge <laughs> once, and I was just like, where the fuck did my penis go? And I was like, why would I put my dick in the fridge? It's so random. I mean, in fairness, there was a song called Detachable Penis. I can't miss all. We're just jumping crazy. right back to my childhood again when you talk about <laughs> leaving your dick around. Yeah. <laughs> Next uh, to my keys. Yeah, and I, I have to say that, uh, look, I don't know why I would have ever put my dick into a padlock i would have to say that i i think leaving it there would not have been the solution uh coltrane have you ever have you ever left you know coltrane jr anywhere and thought yeah it'll be all right close it in a car door maybe <laughs> no no i'm very careful good for I'm you cautious i'm aware at all times what i mean no i'm good <laughs> It's true. That's what. That's why we only see Coltrane from the neck up. <laughs> <laughs> Got to work with uh, Yeah. Uh, Will, if if this had been one of us and we called you and we said, Will. Okay. When you say one of us, you clearly mean Liev. We can just say. Yeah. Yeah. He's the one. Yeah. So if Liev called you and was like, listen. I got my micro penis caught into a very tiny padlock. Hmm. What should I do? What would you suggest? Well, instead of leaving it there for two weeks, I'd say, I just think about baseball. It'll shrink and you slip right out. (laughs) Maybe that was the problem. That was all he needed to do. (laughs) Uh, We've got some uh, suggestions. Uh, He could have gotten a set of lock picks from Amazon by then. Great point. Uh, Kemi Egan gives new meaning to chastity belt. Uh, and look, Sam gets right to it. What weird form of jerking off is this? And Sam, I know you were too shy to ask this. And is there a video demonstrating the technique? Uh, so, you know, and, uh, it does sort of remind me of, uh, one of our infamous, uh, interviews on, uh, our former show where it was, uh, we, it was a bad interview. And then not very long after there was, um, somebody died. And they uh, were found in, in, what is it called? Auto asphyxia? Oh. Yeah, auto erotic asphyxiation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there, by the way, there is no reason that we can't say, we can't say David Carradine's name. You know, Wait, what was, was that? Uh, that might have been just before I joined. I don't remember. That actually might have been just before you. Yeah. 
it was uh it, it, it yeah it, it was not uh it was not a strong interview and so i i remember <laughs> dishes let's just and, like let's just say that and stuff. no that wasn't that one it, no, it was know. he was just like with somebody and he wanted to like have her talk and he didn't want to do the talking and uh, i think when the news went down i believe our reaction was uh good but uh, let's see. Uh, it was probably one of those princess locks on a girl's diary, says oh, Dominicus Saxon. Jason Blair chimes in. Oh, wait, that's the typo version. Uh, Jason Blair says, I left it in your mom. You know, my mom's been on the show. You know, she watches. That's a terrible thing to say, Jason. Uh, <laughs> Raging Rhino, do it yourself. Cock cages ra- rarely work. And uh, this is a great point, Coltrane. Uh, Dominica Saxon says, don't pretend you don't know how to say autoerotic asphyx- asphyxiation. That was me I mean, pretending I don't I know how to say to it. I show off and say it quickly to, so yeah. I can show exactly what I knew, but then, you know. Yeah. I choked. Uh, and uh, Cam <laughs> Egan, uh, knowing all the celebrities who uh, died during autoerotic asphyxiation, Michael Hutchins from In Excess being the other one, yes. Uh, those are the only two I know of. So if you have anyone other than David Carradine and Michael Hutchins, you go ahead and leave that in the chat. Or you can tweet us at BlackCast, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. Yes, Jeff. I guess the first question I had is like, is this just the shaft or is this the shaft and the boys? I'm thinking just the, I don't think the boys are there. I think it, oh man, is, sorry. I'm now I'm trying to figure out if this photo with it is them actually doing surgery on him or if it's just a different photo of surgery. I don't want to look at it that closely. (laughs) Um, so, uh, once it was released, uh, they gave him antibiotic cream and penicillin tablets. Uh, but, uh, he, they said there could be lasting damage because the amount of time there could be, and it has been disfigured on your dick for two weeks. I wonder how it's disfigured. Like, yeah, I know they don't, I'm surprised you don't have like, if there's blood flow cut off, like how does he not lose the whole thing? You know, I always I, have I, a spare key, man. Always keep well, a spare yeah. key when you're going to put a lock on your deck. Have two keys. Yeah. And, and, and you know, you should give Rule a third key. One. Give a two third key to a, a friend. Have yeah, a neighbor exactly. have one. I'm just in case. The, the Ghostbusters encourage the, that you should always have a key master present. That's ac- that is accurate. Yeah, it is. So. Yes. <laughs> this uh, makes me realize that, uh, well, Will, you don't really live in the neighborhood anymore, but I do have a key that I need to give to you just uh, to have it as a backup, uh, you know, uh, you know, not at all tying uh, into this. Come down uh, I mean, Will is the key but, master. When I, whenever, like, I would go on vacation, Will was the one who had my key. That would That's true. I still have two he DVDs of yours in my car that I've been waiting to send back to you for, I don't know how long. Wait, years. How long ago did you move, Ken? <laughs> was it five years ago? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but he gave them to me like early when I started working on the show. Yeah, what movie? And Will, uh, haven't you changed cars since then? Is, no. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> yes, they stayed in my house for a while. And then okay. now I'm like, now that I'm moving, I was like, I need to return these to culture. And that's not true, actually. I was going to return them much earlier. So they've been in my car also for a long time. Yeah. Hmm. Um, anyway, they're there. I still have them. Still have them. Still what are the DVDs? Them. No Country for Old Men and Kill Bill Volume 2. 
Speaking of David yeah. Carradine, by the way, yeah. Yeah, here's the Just best saying. part. I haven't, I haven't watched either of them. I've seen, I, I saw No Country a long time ago, and I was going to watch it a second time. Never saw it a second time. Still never yeah. seen Kill Bill Volume 2. So you've only seen Kill Bill Volume 1. You know what I need to do? What? Maybe we should all do a, a party, like a live party, stream, tweet, whatever, where we watch those two movies just to force me <laughs> to, to, to watch the DVDs. <laughs> So then I can mail them back. Yeah. Now you can't stream them somewhere, even if it's free to stream no, you on have some app. To get DVDs. You have to, yeah, you have to watch the DVDs. Yeah. Uh, they uh have Jason, to be region two. Yeah. <laughs> what? I said they have to be region two. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, Jason Molnar wants to know worst Dennis Miller show guest ever. I mean, I think we just said it. Uh, you know, there's a lot yeah, of talk yeah. about Eric Estrada who was peeing while he yeah, was on with Dennis, and I don't know. I don't know. If, I think that's a great moment. I I don't. I I mean, you know, wh what are you gonna get out of Eric Estrada that's better than the sound of him peeing while he's talking to you? The answer is nothing. Uh, I don't know. Will, were you there for that, or was that uh, before? I was not well? there for that. Yeah. I remember the most awkward guest for me was it was this one woman, and she like written a book or something about. She like suffered burns and like was oh. talking about how she had PTSD. And Dennis was like, yep. "Man, I don't think you have PTSD, but from getting burned." And she was like, "No, Dennis, it's like a real thing." He's like, "Man, well, soldiers and whatever." He could not understand that PTSD was like not for people in the military; it was for anybody. Yeah. And we how virtually hung up on that woman. That? <laughs> what? How can you get shell shock from just getting a little burn? Yeah, yeah. It, honestly, no, essentially, he was like, nah, I, and we like hung up on her. And I was like, how, that was the rudest fucking thing I've ever heard how, in my whole life. How can you get shell shocked when there's no shell to shock you? Uh, who took the call from Tony Danza that wanted to kick Tennis's ass? One of you guys. Oh, maybe it was maybe it was Coelho. Maybe it was Munga. Wait, Tony Danza called in and said he wanted to kick Tennis's yeah. ass. Yeah, yeah because he was on. And he was doing a reality show where he was a teacher in like okay. inner city Philadelphia. And then Dennis shared his thoughts on teachers. And then, you know, it was the end of the hour. So uh, Tony Danza didn't get a chance. I've never told this story before. We, we Culturing, you were there, but maybe it was, uh, you were worked I'm on the show. Yeah, yeah sure but Coelho was the one who, yeah, uh, Munga was the one who uh, took the call. And uh, he called back and he was just like, if I ever see him, I'm going to punch him in the fucking face. Oh, shit. <laughs> and just, you know, clearly they haven't seen each other because I don't know. I mean, he that... would have punched him. In the, I believe that he would have punched him in the face. He's the he's the 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 garbage picking field goal he kicking Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that movie he did? J Jason Blair references uh, Larry Hagman wasn't even coherent. It was later in his life, to be fair. Uh, you know, it's uh, we we have some of those. But interestingly enough, like you know, we had people who were old. We just had to record it. Like Ray Bradbury was on. He was like in his nineties, and I think we recorded it so that we could uh, tighten it up and not have it. Uh, you know, it would have run really long because his answers were deliberate. But uh, you know, so it's, sometimes you get surprised in that way. You know, uh, somebody like that, Dennis just wanted to talk to. Uh, but let's see. Uh, Dominicus Saxon says, Munga hung up on me the first time I called in on a Monday because my joke was in reference to something Dennis had said the previous Friday. Yeah, to be fair, Munga was used to working on shows where people called in a lot. And uh, we had, uh, you know, you would have had a, a, a pick of callers. Um, <laughs> and uh, Jason says that uh, Joan Collins was interesting. Uh, but uh, Larry uh, uh, Puccio uh, is partial to the rib guy 
And I think that uh, Jason Blair makes the point. Let's focus it on ribs as the best and worst. I, I think it's actually just the best period. What it's a not the that, best and worst. So many of these were like just before I, I started on the show. Because Rib Guy was already a soundbite. <laughs> the Swami, yeah. uh, Eric Estrada, David Carradine, I, all these I, people. I have a photo. I have a photo with maybe a year before I started on the show. Yeah, yeah, because you started in. Ken, you started in two thousand nine, I think, right? I started right after the election, I think. So, like, I think. Yeah. So late two thousand eight. Yeah. Yeah. And then Will was like the next year. Yeah. November two thousand and ten. So late two thousand and ten. So two years after. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Judy Collins uh, was actually pretty great because she was shilling for everything. And uh, look, as interview, I've heard a lot of interviews since then. That is far from the worst interview I've ever heard. But she was not really there to have a conversation. And, uh, you know, it was she was definitely selling the soap, as they say. Didn't we but, both sides now? Bumper it, Music it, Wednesday? It wasn't, like, it wasn't crazy, but it was funny for all of us. Was um, when Mila Kunis called in for like Ted like it was either Ted or Ted two, whatever. And like, you know, it was right when her and Ashton started dating and like everything was like sort of subtle. And Dennis was just sitting there like going off like, Oh, I worked with Ashton. He's a great guy. Yeah. You must have had a good time with him on that 70 show. And it was just like going and it just yeah. stopped. But it yeah. was clear that he didn't know that he, it didn't occur to him at that time. So the second that he, it occurred to him, he was like, Oh great. Gotta go. And it was just like so quick. And she like, I, like she was really cool about it because she thought it was funny because she could tell that he didn't really know and that he was just going. So she didn't, you know, she was just going with the interview. Like he kept talking about that 70s show and she's like, oh, yeah. And so, but like it was just the sec you could if you go back and look at it, you could hear the second he realizes, oh, no. And just like, <laughs> That's so funny. So I don't remember quick. that. Yeah, I, I hadn't thought about that since it happened i didn't remember that that's actually very funny um and uh boy i you know i i used to see her and or ashton a couple times a week because their kids went to the same preschool as uh, as felix did but uh, not anymore so uh i think i've been cut out of their lives but uh we could have uh uh, let's see. Uh, I, oh, uh, here's a good one from Sam. I remember Will yelling at me to not say good morning the first time I called into the show, which made me nervous. And Dominica Saxon points out Will hates mornings too. Yeah, he's the Garfield of, uh, well, the black what, cast now. Why do I feel like somebody, and actually, maybe it was I mean, Dave and not Coltrane, but somebody told me that was like something I remember was like, don't tell people not to say good morning because it airs in different time yeah. zones. So you encourage people to keep it evergreen. And I was like, okay. And uh, I forgot about telling people not to say good morning. It was like always the last thing I said before I put them on. I was like, okay, and don't say good morning. And then it was just like, hold. Yeah. Nothing brought me no. more satisfaction than someone calling it with something fucking dumb and hitting the phone on the plastic thing that hung up on them. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I did. I did like that uh, sensation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Usually um, racist, Scott. Not today, yeah, Scott. Yeah, uh, which Dominica Saxon says one day Dennis took a call and kept putting the guy on hold the whole show. Was that racist, Scott? He did that too. I think it was, but the thing that you're talking about, I think we had it. We we got him in on it, and we played like a chunk of like Stairway to Heaven or something while he was on hold. I I can't quite remember. Uh, Sam Whitfield remembers a few lady guests flirting with Dennis. Uh, I remember that Mindy Kaling flirted with him, and uh, 
Dennis told his wife and uh, she was unimpressed. Uh, <laughs> but but uh, I'm sorry. Well, what were you saying? Just a Stefan from New Jersey impression. You know? Oh my gosh. Hello, Mr. Stephen. Miller. I was, Mr. Miller. I was like, oh, oh yes, yeah, Stefan. Stefan, just me, Stefan from New Jersey. I, Here I, Mr. I, Miller. Well, I was thinking, I don't even know what he talked about. You didn't say anything offensive. He just was no. sort of like there and he just wasted time. He, and remember, do you remember how funny he was when we had him on after the radio show ended? Because like he was just like, "Is Dennis going to be okay? Yeah. Do, do I need to send him a couple bucks?" Dennis was convinced he was like a like a actor or a character, like someone pretending to be this, kid, which is fucking genius. If I ever make any kind of moderate name for myself, yeah. I in, I intend to troll as many people as I can as a character and try to see. If no one could know that it was me. Yeah. Uh, two things here. Uh, Megan Price had the hots for Dennis too. Megan Price uh, was on a show with David Spade. So they basically just made oh. fun of him the whole time. But I mean, that, Jason Blair, oh God, nothing was like Ann Coulter flirting with Norm MacDonald. A hundred thousand percent. That is, uh, you know, you show me the entire radio hall of fame, all the best radio moments. And I say, throw it all away. Nothing, <laughs> nothing but nothing comes close. She was in to, studio, right? No, 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 he was in studio, but she was on the phone. Oh, he was at, in studio. That's yeah, right. Norm was guest hosting, hosting and uh, I, I definitely agree. Uh, yeah, uh, Sam and Larry uh, all agree that uh, that was great. And uh, oh boy, I didn't know where we're going down that What's memory she lane. doing right now? <laughs> Ann Coulter? Yeah. She uh, just tweeted out earlier this week that uh, she uh, she thanked President Biden for getting out of Afghanistan, doing the thing that uh, Trump didn't have the balls to do. So you know what that tells me? What the? Anne's got a book. Anne's got a book coming out. I see. Because if okay. she's gonna if she's gonna do that, yeah, and she's gonna get herself in the head. Anne always knows how to get her get people talking about her book. Yeah, uh, it's still and- fun to know that like so many of those people know 100 percent that like they have zero principles they just yeah. say whatever they need to say to sell the soap which i guess at the end of the day like good for you look we had a we we had a swami on who who uh, let us know that the journey home is that's available a, that's a, even i was after the swami i only heard the I clip I, so i mean i was there with tony but uh, the other swami but yeah. oh. <laughs> the book about <laughs> the other swami Oh god! Oh, yeah, and, and Jeff, for that reason, Jeff, what are your favorite moments from the three months you worked on that show? Oh, do you remember <laughs> when Artie from Arkansas called in and he kept saying biscuits and gravy, and Dennis was like, "Ah, pancakes." I don't. <laughs> I made that shit up because I don't have anything. Oh, I was like, <laughs> honestly, a thousand percent. That sounds exactly like something that could have happened on the show. Totally but, could like, happen. I yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, this is great because Gene Beretta is, uh, I believe, talking about uh, Dennis's TV show when Crispin Glover was on and threw a kick at Dennis. Yes, uh, but that's not the the show that we worked on. Different you story. know, but as fun as much as I'll I'll always be up to talk about the Dennis Miller show or the uh, also concluded Dennis Miller Option podcast. We are celebrating 450 episodes of the Blackcast. We should be really talking more about that. Yeah, 50 minutes in and we're... How about we focus that on ribs, Christian? Fuck. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. 
I, by the way, I had some very mediocre ribs earlier this week from Handy mm-hmm. Market here in Burbank, and uh, I have to admit, very disappointed. Very, yeah. very. From disappointed. Han- Handy Market doesn't sound like a reliable ribs place. Although no, down the street from my new place, there's the Naples Rib Company. Can't wait. Tell me more. I haven't gone yet. Oh, I we'll see. We'll report I... desk by Monday. Yeah. Okay. Two things. Farad Muhammad wants to know if we can focus it on ribs. And by the way, congratulations to Farad Muhammad, uh, our show announcer. He's getting married this weekend. Congratulations, Whoa, Farad. Congratulations. Uh, very excited. And uh, yeah, Gene makes the point that his clip that he's remembering is actually from Letterman. So uh, oh. he, that's what I thought, but yeah. I just didn't know if he was on Dennis's show too, because he could have been. Yeah, this is very funny. Uh, Sam Whitfield in the rounds, the roundhouses. Huh? Sam <laughs> Sam Whitfield said some guy sent me a DM a few months ago complaining about the lack of chemistry between Dennis and Erica Liniac in Bordello of Blood. I don't care what anybody says. I saw Bordello Bordello of Blood in the theater and uh, I had fun with it. You know, <laughs> uh, I don't. I actually don't remember this. Uh, Larry says uh, Craig T. Nelson called in after Obama won re-election, so 2012, and he was so bummed out. Uh, he brought the whole show down. Um, I don't remember I, that either. I do remember that the host didn't want to do the show that day, but uh, ultimately did. So uh, I don't remember that part so much. But well, you know, was, uh, he was. He passionately believed that it was going to go the other way. Which Submit. was well, silly. that was because he had that song, the song that he would play. The uh, oh, actually, no, I think that was a 2008 song. That uh, and oh, so yeah, I'm the only one who was there for that. Uh, no, Sarah was around. I think he we used it again in 2012. There was that song. Uh, I still believe that he would play as like the campaign song that he thought would be a good campaign song. <laughs> uh, Do somebody in the chat knows what I'm talking about. What were you going to say, Jeff? Do you remember when Obama would go around and play Macho Man and move his arms like a Frankenstein? <laughs> no. Oh, my bad. My oh, his was uh, YMCA, I mean, I wasn't it? Was it? Warren, so. I think they did Macho <laughs> Man too, but I could be wrong. No, obviously, if uh, if Elizabeth Warren was going to dance to a song, it would it would have been by Cher. Uh, oh, you know, if I. I had to guess, you know. Come and get your yep. love by the Red Bones, all native band. I mean, I love that one. Oh, Jason Molnar, thanks for jumping in there. The Call with their song, I Still Believe. Uh, there's a moment in that song that uh, would always make uh, our friend Sarah Ricard laugh. The, uh, for people like us in places like this. Like, it was just so over oh, oh, yeah, and Farad, like, quoted that moment. And, uh, yeah. Hey, look at so. this. Robo what do you got there? Robo oh, collar. Wait a Robo, minute. Not, there's no. It could be. Way. It could be BB-8. You should Risk probably level take. Very it. low. It might be Flight of the Concords. It could be. But besides now, instead of RoboCop, we have Robo collar. What a great movie idea, right? Robo collar. <laughs> Freeze. Drop it. Talking about a phone. Yeah. Answer your phones or your premiums yeah. will ride. <laughs> <laughs> Don't text so- creep. <laughs> <laughs> so uh jeff your involvement in the black house i think we even talked about it last week it started as like hey i know you have another job but uh here's the thing you don't get paid any extra for uh but you have to help us with <laughs> i've kind but, of told it was part of my job so i thought it was part of i mean job. it did get posted on the website for the show so in a very tenuous way it was attached to the show because there wasn't anybody else putting new content on that website. So uh, so we did it. Uh, uh, it's a great point from Dominica Saxon. Uh, Will, uh, it's it's almost like 
uh, you don't want to talk about your car's extended warranty. What was so, the robocall? Like oh, you're oh, ignoring oh. it, so it's probably to talk about your car's extended warranty. Got it. Forgot about that. And uh, our our friend uh, Rafe Gutman, speaking of uh, Bordello of Blood, popping in for a Black S450 shout out. Thank you, Mark Hunt. Always great to hear from you. Rafe uh, Gutman. I haven't heard that name in a long time. Well, that's because we need to do a Bordello of Blood watch along. That's uh, all the yeah. watch alongs yeah. that we need to do. There's there there's go. so many. Uh, but, uh, you know, Jeff, sorry, what was that Coltrane? I said we could watch the net with Dennis and Sandra Bullock. I love that movie. Oh, I forgot about the net. That's Did a fun one. It? You hear about how, uh, two girls, like one of them shared a cup with another one and ended up catching COVID. It's like two girls, one cup, man. Oh <laughs> I was like, where are the, sometimes the jokes, I'm like, where the fuck the setup? No. I'm like. I know this is going somewhere, but I just <laughs> can't quite. <clears throat> but, but uh, Jeff, uh, it, you kept the black cast alive. Without Jeff, <clears throat> you know, in the old days of 2015, the idea of figuring out how you could possibly record a podcast without having a really expensive radio studio was foreign to me. I had no idea, <laughs> you know, as we're all huddled around our laptops right now. Uh, but uh, it, uh, it was great because you had us into your place of work and you only got in trouble once, you know, as yeah. far as I know. Yeah. So, yeah. And we definitely did plenty of stuff to get in trouble for. So, yeah, that's true. Cause we, we would, especially once we started drinking while we recorded. <laughs> and I realized, I think I realized, I don't know when I was thinking about this, like all those guys in the knock, if they wanted to a hundred percent could hear everything we were saying, because unless I took it out of the bus that feeds the knock, like we were feeding them our entire recording <laughs> the whole time. They could have been like, hey, dickhead, here's the evidence of you using yeah. company equipment for non-company shit. Well, the the best story for that was, uh, Cam, were you around for this? Uh, it, was a, it was a Westwood One thing. It, it was uh, Anderson who worked there. He used the Loveline studio to record his podcast, and they were drinking and they were swearing, but he put it out over the air. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, I do remember that. Yeah, and look, I feel like the uh, look—he got in trouble for it. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know that I have to worry about the uh, statute of limitations on there. But uh, uh, you know, come on, that's 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 a great radio story. People who work in radio, as long as it doesn't happen to you, you know, you're like, oh, and they they put it over the air. Ah, oh, come on, that's that's great stuff. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Uh, Will, there have been many opportunities uh, at which you could have jumped off the black cast. The real question is, uh, you know, and I, I try not to ask you guys to do it too often, but uh, 450 in. been like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, like, like, I, you guys you know, are my you, friends. Why would I say that? Yeah, but I mean, yeah, there's like being friends and then there's like, you know, Brzezinski's our friend too, isn't he? <laughs> no, he's not here. Is he? I don't see him. He pops up. He'd pop up in the waiting room if he was here. He's not. Yeah, that's here. true. You would see we him were in the waiting room. We supposed to do this in person originally. I know. Well, have a hangout in person. And yes. Then he got COVID. I mean, yep. I could say no fault of his own, but he's not vaccinated, so kind of fault of his own. Yeah. Um, and you know, we could have been recording. We could have been around the street here on Second Street in Long Beach bar crawl. Well, I think the plan was to go you know? to Rock and Bruise and it Buena was. Park. But I'm saying anything's yeah. possible. 
That's true. Except, uh, <laughs> except Brzezinski being vaccinated. <laughs> yes. They, I think we're supposed to always call him Liev. Sorry, yeah, that's, that's my true. mistake. That's true. His radio job, he's fine. Oh, yeah, he's fine. They're on his side. What do you like, think? Yeah, that, don't do you put think, that into your body. That's ridiculous. Do, do you think anybody in that building is vaccinated <laughs> where he works? That's why they had that serious meeting because they're like, David, we thought COVID was a hoax. And now that you have it, I think we all have COVID. There's a very uh, high chance that we all have COVID. Uh, Mark says, seems like yesterday I was calling him for Black Cast number two. Do you mean the one where uh, Liev uh, forgot to record your track? So we had to have you call back and say everything all over again? Uh, yes, I do. I do. <laughs> I do remember that. Uh, but uh, and uh, Jason says, listening to the the one was surreal. I, I just remember when the people came in and Christian said, oh, yeah, we can be here. I, I actually don't remember it that way. But he thought that that was going to be the last one. And, uh, you know, it probably could have been. Uh, but, well, uh, this is interesting. Uh, Sam says, I've been listening to the Black Cast for longer than the Dennis Miller radio show existed. Well, Dennis Miller radio show existed for eight years. Uh, and then the Black Cast has also existed for eight years but it's a little bit longer into those eight years so yes we have uh, been on longer so uh congratulations to us uh <laughs> i'm not going to put a comment from jason on the screen but uh jeff you might want to go ahead and uh, read through some of the comments on there uh but uh jay molner 76 has a comment on there um so jay molner yeah they're not a good person <laughs> yeah. Uh oh, we got nope. no, we had to there you go. Yeah, you you're, you're uh so I do have an update from Liev. He says, sorry, I fell asleep. He still has no voice, uh, which was something that uh showed up a couple days ago for him. Uh, uh these lingering symptoms are quite frustrating. And you know, you hear that and you just wonder if if only there had been some way that uh, you can prevent having lingering symptoms and, uh, you know, not getting well faster. If just only there had been some uh, miracle of modern medicine and science that might have better prepared him for this. But I, I mean, I don't have any answers. So uh, but uh, we don't we do hope that uh, that he's feeling better. And uh, maybe we'll even get him on uh, at some point uh, when his uh, voice is back. I did figure that he was probably just sleeping because uh, I, I also messaged him a, what I thought was a funny meme uh, earlier in the uh, afternoon. So uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. What, Jeff? If David lost his voice, does that mean he was canceled by COVID? <laughs> His voice was canceled. Yes, uh, that's true. He's been silenced. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's right. The man is afraid of what he has to tell us, so that's why Somebody they cooked this up. That. That's why they cooked this up in a in a lab in Wuhan, China, so that they could eventually give it to him, so that he is no longer able to speak truth to power. This all they're makes trying, sense. They're trying to silence conservative voices. That's the whole point of COVID. Yeah, is he even a conservative voice though? I mean, it's. I mean, I, mean, he's I guess more dumb than conservative. <laughs> he's more dumb than conservative. Uh, look, he posted uh, that 
you know, before the weekend where he got sick, I know he posted that he was mailing in his uh, ballot in the California recall election. So my question is, did voting for Larry Elder give him COVID? I don't know the answer to that. So uh, when I do get a chance to ask him, we'll we'll find out uh, if if that was indeed the case. Um, and I think I mentioned this last week. It's uh, you know social media is great for uh, a handful of reasons, but then there's all the terrible reasons about him. So he had these pictures of him and his lovely fiance. They were at a country concert. I don't know, Dirk Bentley, Luke Bryan, you tell me if they're different people, I wouldn't believe you. Uh, and they're, he's like with this group of people and they all have their, you know, probably like $20 plastic cup of beer that they're drinking. And somebody commented, commented uh, probably how you got COVID. <laughs> and I mean, it's like, yeah, I mean, uh, probably. Uh, so, and uh, you know, and uh, here's a, a testimonial from uh, Jason Blair. Here's the difference of being vaccinated. Uh, Jason actually tested positive this week. He felt groggy one day. Oh my already feels normal again. And uh, yeah, Jason, uh, we've talked about a number of times on this show and also on uh, Biden time that uh, when Jason moved to uh, Texas, boy, was he surprised how many uh, anti-vaxxers there were. And this is long before this vax. You know, this oh, is the like, like I'm not, yeah, like the I'm not giving the my kid the measles or you know those oh oh, oh original like anti yeah giving like, my kid autism or whatever they definitely have because they wouldn't have been allowed to go to school otherwise. Yeah, no, and 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 I know someone who lives there that does homeschooling for that reason because they're like nope. And it's like, all right, well, you know, just keep it away from my kids. Well, Jason, I'm glad to hear that you're feeling well. Uh, See, and you get, that's what we talked about in the last episode. He's like, I'm pro vaccine, but anti mask. And I'm like, you know what? You get to be anti mask if you're pro vaccine, because the more vaccines we have, we don't have to wear fucking masks. So, yeah. I mean, literally, that's why I that was the day I decided to go get it. It was like, if you get vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. I was like, sign me up. I'm good. Yep. Except there's so many fucking dummies that ruin it for everybody else. Oh, we have three weeks in Los Angeles without masks. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, there's a there's a trend here developing in the comments section. Mark also says I too was fully vaccinated, got COVID, just had one night with a throbbing headache, and that was it. I I would presume, uh, Will, that he just watched uh, too many episodes of Colin Baker Doctor Who before bed, mm. and uh, that's really we what made choked throbbing Perry. Yeah. I, she didn't I had COVID, but then I locked my dick in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's what had that COVID dick. Yeah, you got to get rid of it. That, that's what they're not talking about. That's what Joe Rogan should have done. <laughs> he should when he got COVID. He should have just. It's uh, my dick in a lock. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I'm surprised it took us that long for somebody. Yeah. I'm Definitely glad that this, the topic came back up uh, because uh, just imagine if we hadn't gotten that. Well, uh, I'm glad that uh, we have a lot of people vaccinated in the Black Cast chat and that anybody who got it is feeling better. And we tease Liev, but uh, it is, it is, uh, it's more fun to know that he's out there to hang out with. And uh, But now it's like, when is it safe to hang out with him again, Will? It was never uh, safe thing out with him. That's, yeah, well, that's great. I think by that's the, way. the lesson learned here. Yeah. <laughs> you shared a great two years ago memory of all of us. Oh, the night that we went out for his last night in Hermosa. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Coltrane, you'd already moved, but uh, we, yeah, we did tear that place up. And then we uh, got into the wrong Uber. Remember that, Will? 
I called the Uber and I think I was just like, this is it. Let's get in. Yeah. And then how did we even learn that? Because she didn't want to go back to Burbank. Well, the the destination of that Uber was like two blocks down the road. And she's like, okay, this is your stop. And we're like, oh. uh, why? What and good luck? That was like, please take us home. And she was like, get the fuck out. And he was like, please <laughs> now take us home. Just get out. We were like, oh, honestly, yeah. how lucky for us that that car's destination was two blocks away. Like, what if it was somewhere even for like, God, we could have been lost. Yeah, also, what if they Uber for two blocks away? Yeah, yeah, that's true. What if we, what if they were taking us to Cerritos? You know, oh, and then God. we we would have been stuck at the Auto Square. Torrance, yeah, <laughs> Torrance, uh, <laughs> or possibly. Chula Vista. Chula Vista. We've got a charger line open for you. That would have been okay. We'll yeah. call my parents. Come pick us up. Oh, that would have I been nice. I wouldn't have gotten a lemon. <laughs> <laughs> so Toyota Varn, shout out. You know, if we're gonna do if we're gonna do car dealerships, uh, Jeff, how are things going on down at Bach Toyota? Oh yeah. Bach Toyota, you gotta keep your mask on though, because I don't want to get Stick from your fuckers. <laughs> Is that guy still alive? Is he still doing those commercials? I'm sure there's like a son and other kids that have inherited the box. It's like the, the Cal Worthington Dodge guy. They didn't. They didn't balk at the chance to take oh. over. Oh. 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 Uh. And that's not the car dealership where the nice movie theater is, right? That's a different car dealership. It's a it's a, a furniture store where the nice. Movie oh, I'm sorry, Gordon's I, Furniture. I get yeah. everything uh, confused. Uh, yeah, and by the way, just uh, reinforcing. I'm sorry. What was that, Jeff? The the nice IMAXs where and the furniture store are still closed because I actually was trying to see if they were going to be open for uh, something that's coming out. Like Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. It was either Shang-Chi or Dune, but they're still all super closed well, up. So, Well, it's it's not going to be Top Gun Maverick because they just uh, <laughs> kicked that to next year. I was so looking forward to that movie because like when Top Gun ends, I'm like, what happens in 20 years? Well, now I know. Wasn't the- yeah, more, more like 35 years. I just want oh, the sequel. Sorry, yeah. And uh, Coltrane, are you going to agree with me that you want the sequel to Top Gun just be an extended cut of the volleyball scene? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Will, what were you going to say? Well, the original teaser trailer for that movie, wasn't it supposed to come out in like the summer of 2020? Like, it- Yeah. 2019 maybe even i know it's, it's been shelved like for years yeah i want to say they pushed it back even before covid maybe for production reasons and i'm like yeah, God, that think, movie's supposed I to have come right. out so long ago yeah well one day there's going to be so many movies just uh ready to come out every week there'll be something great but uh just uh just not yet uh although uh anybody who is comfortable going to, out to the movies i strongly recommend seeing shang chi go see it opening weekend Prove that people want to see movies. Yes. On the Shang-Chi note, have you seen there's like a short 14-minute little thing of like what happened with, uh, what is it, Ben Kingsley's? Yeah, his Mandarin. Yes. Yeah, and that's on Disney+. Uh, And I would say watch that after the movie. That's what I would say. But what do I know? You know, okay. not much. Uh, and proof that uh, this YouTube channel makes people sick. Uh, Cammy Egan had COVID back in April and had the painful headache and body aches, felt awful for two days. By the third day, it was totally fine. Uh, her husband had it for two weeks. 
Uh, so, uh, ho- well, hopefully everybody's feeling better now. Um, Coltrane, this uh, is something that often happens when I talk to people uh, back on the <laughs> East Coast uh, at this time of day. You're practically sitting in the dark. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> I did a I did an interview with... Uh, this is a black with- thing. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's a yes. great thing. Yeah, that's, that's, why, that's why you're here. I finally was waiting to say that. <laughs> Oh, we lost Christian's voice. So anyway, you muted your, Christian, you muted yourself. I see a mute icon on your phone. Do you think if we had David, no, I still his, see it. We just total white balance? Their mic isn't connected. That's what the computer's it's telling. It's muted me. now. Oh, there he goes. Hello. There he goes. This is a great time for me to uh, get another beer. Okay. So Christian can't this be mad at me. This is a great time for me to plug my other podcast, the Flatcast. Also, the Flatcast. Not the Flatcast. <laughs> Oh, now Will's muted. Oh, he's gone too. So it's Jeff, just us. I'm still here. All of just us. I feel so like we're the Matt two Jill people about Matt. I like him. I think as far as the whole Cam Newton getting cut thing, I feel like it's more likely that he wanted to go somewhere because they had his contract structured such that he could have been a backup and they wouldn't have owed him too much money. And he was only going to get paid well if he started. So it would make sense that he had the option to stay on the team as far as COVID being a factor. Bill Belichick came out and said in a press conference, based on the amount of breakthrough COVID infections throughout training camps, it'd be preposterous to cut anyone based on their vaccination status, which I don't fully agree with, but that's what he said. So I don't know. I think it's more likely he gave Cam the option and Cam was like, yeah, I'm going to go so that I can try to hope that somebody gets injured and they're looking for a starting caliber quarterback because that is going to be his best opportunity. And if he stays on the Patriots, it just makes it that much harder for him to be able to talk to any other teams if they would even want to bring him in. I think the fact that he was a veteran and like a lot of, and they signed a lot of free agents this year, I feel like they probably wanted the more proven commodity in Cam because he's like a veteran and they don't want to trust a rookie. And so I think it was more like they didn't want to get into a situation where they had Mac Jones starting and then he had a few bad games and then everyone's calling for Cam to come back in. I think they don't expect to be that like great this year. So it's like, screw it. We'll let the kid like cut his teeth this year. He won't have to worry about looking over his shoulder. He'll just kind of like roll with it. At least the Patriots, they, they can do any, they do things for whatever reason they want, but that's, that was what I thought. Yeah. Well, it gives Mac more reps which is are important and you'd have to change the offense to have cam as their starting quarterback. So you can't design the same offense and then just have it be based on how many reps you have. You would have to completely scheme differently for each quarterback. So it just makes it too complex and it adds too many variables. We should, Hey guys, football. Yeah, I, what I my favorite part for because I could still hear you guys. I, I just uh, sat on the plug for my microphone, which is not as interesting as it sounds. And uh, you're, we're a man down, and Will's like, "This seems like the perfect time for me to go get another beer." I'm like, "No, actually, it's the exact opposite. It was like oh. the worst time for you to go get a beer." I got snacks, uh, and then I came back. You guys were talking about sports, so I left myself muted because I was like, "This is a great time to eat snacks." Yeah, right, exactly. Dure had to come in and like you know keep the show going. Uh, Dominicus Saxon says that uh, he's a hoe for theater popcorn, but I bring in my own salt to keep salting like it that. during the movie. So it's a little it's a shaky move. I just like the idea salt. of him having a nice little shaker that he takes out of a pocket and just. <laughs> <laughs> just a ton uh, of little packets. 
the little salt and pepper packets and you just one half. Yeah, but it's it's nicer. I, I think he should get like the fancy restaurant one, you know, the one that you have to twist. You know the the the, like you, the like yeah, and it's got like pepper on the other side. Yeah, that one. You he, grind it. Yeah, he brings yeah. out yeah. He brings out a hunk of Himalayan pink uh, rock salt and just like grinds <laughs> it with a little pickaxe. He just keeps a horse's salt lick next to him and he eats a fistful of popcorn and then he licks the salt lick. And and mean. look, I have to admit, I didn't know this was a thing. Farad Muhammad also brings in his own salt, so uh, I apparently have not been doing this right the the whole movie going experience you know so it's already so salty though i mean yeah i mean before you've added anything to it but uh how much salt do you need i mean more i don't know i never put the uh i never put the uh, put the, the butter on butter. it anymore yeah, i don't no, it's do i don't like I the other day and i got so sick it's I already it like so and immediately I, my stomach got so fucked up i was like never again oh my god it's not real butter it's like it's poison just, it's just yeah poison. yeah <laughs> and it makes the popcorn all wet yeah i don't good. i i don't enjoy it that's Culture true but... progressively just more of a setting moon in this <laughs> distance here of the night sky yeah i know and that's uh the cover donda is the the new album. Kanye oh, album, which uh, I noticed oh. that there was a uh, there was a little online war between uh, Kanye and uh, of all people Peppa Pig uh, because her album nice. uh, was reviewed half a star better than uh, Donda was. So like Paddington the, Two being the highest rated movie on yeah. uh, Rotten Tomatoes, which the, honestly, if you've seen it, it's great. I'm not mad about Paddington it. Two. I mean. Yeah. Peter Capaldi's in, in it, so yeah. I mean, how is it not going to be good? You I know? just love that he's always like, he always calls him Bear. He hates him so much for no he reason. Does. I love a character I mean, who has like zero motive for being such an asshole, and he just says, "Who's your doing, Bear?" Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, but uh, yeah, and so uh, I look. I like official count accounts on social media who uh, try to talk smack with people that are, are you know out of their league. Uh, Peppa Pig, I would say, probably has uh, generated uh, more money in 2021 uh, while we're waiting for uh, the uh, the Donda album. And Peppa's like, I got half a star, and I didn't have to rent out a stadium and live in it or whatever it was that uh, he did. Uh, yeah, Dominica Saxon has pointed out that culture needs to turn a light on. His screen is so dark. And that's what I was trying to say before when I sat on this. Uh, I did one of my very many lengthy interviews with uh, X-Men writer Chris Claremont. And I talked to him for two hours and 12 minutes. And he's in the East Coast. So by the end of it, he was sitting there like culture is now. And I didn't want to say, oh, do you want to get up and turn on the light? Because I'm like, he's going to be like, well, no, I think I've talked to you enough. So I was just like, it's fine. I'll just leave it like that. I also feel like culture, and this seems like one of those uh, ones where somebody's an eyewitness to something, but they want to remain anonymous. And I feel like even though you've been on so many episodes over the 450 episodes of the black cast, it's probably better to remain anonymous at this point, isn't it? Yes. I'm just, you know, trying not to give you too much, you know, <laughs> like I could turn a light on, but no, I'm going to be, I'm just, what is you. filming you by the way? Truth. Why is like that this. your, why is that your? Is it a laptop that you can like? You know, you could. Put well, I feel like it's a desktop, right? Purposes. It's an iPad, actually. Oh, it's an iPad. Oh, interesting. Yeah, By the way, I have a Red Sox hat on. I'm, I'm I noticed both. That. I'm here both for you and uh, both of you. Yeah. How did you end up with a Red Sox hat? Casey's out in Boston. I, when I went to Boston, um, 
wasn't having a great day when I went back to the airport and I felt I was like, I just need, I just want to buy a hat. I just feel like I need to hide. I don't know. I felt weird, but I wanted a souvenir and uh, this hat seemed like the thing to get. So I bought this hat. Uh, okay. Well, I, I'm glad weird. that, uh, I'm glad Paparazzi, that paparazzi, big problem. Yeah. Wiltaraj, well, that's the Wiltaraj needs yeah. to keep a low profile. I think that's really what it comes I mean, listen, to. every time I watch a Hallmark movie with my grandmother, I'm looking for the next Will Sterling one. I mean, I've auditioned for so many of those and I'm like, how the fuck have I not booked? And really? Like I see like some of these scenes and stuff and Casey watches the good witch and I'm like, you know, how the fuck am I not in these shows? The answer, I, I agree. I'm too good. Well, yeah. I mean, you're, you, I think you need to move to Canada because they all like how to do that. Like there's like a film That's industry true. there and they're all in the same movies. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, uh, like the people are like all the same. It's all the, all the what people, all the what people bachelor. <laughs> no, I just said that they're all like they're they all work together up there. Like so all the oh. background people that are that are in those movies, like they're always like the you know, townsperson number one. He's Got it. the mayor. And it's like you see them in every one of those movies. Got it's it. It's just background. ridiculous. But I mean, it's it makes it funny. <laughs> Everybody lives in the same community. It's all yeah. yeah. And it's always Christmas. Uh, yeah, that, it's always Christmas. Sam asks, is Coltrane a nickname? If so, how did it come about? Do you like jazz by chance? Uh, Coltrane, oh do you remember how you got the nickname? I mean, Dennis was uh, De Dennis went through several nicknames for me. And um, the, the Coltrane one was from the Royal Tenenbaums, a Correct. line that Dennis always gets wrong. Always. And he like, even got it wrong to Wes Anderson once. Yes. Yeah. But that's that's where it ended up was uh, on Coltrane. So yeah, the the now I don't know what the right line is, but it was you doing my wife Coltrane. Uh, I think is what Dennis would always say, and uh, yeah, I mean it's uh, yeah. Uh, Jason Blair points it out, and uh, Dominica Saxon. I says I have to tell the story. I have just told the story. Uh, Raging Rhino says, I wish Coltrane or Jeff had a voice modulator right now. Uh, I, I wish that they actually had like the uh, the cancer kazoo, you know, the uh, the little. Oh, speaking of which, have, has anybody else seen the Val Kilmer documentary on uh, Amazon Prime? No. Not yet. No. It's, uh, it's very interesting, although it's sad because he, you know, he was sick and he had surgery. So he, he has to talk in one of those. But he also has been like filming throughout like his entire career. Like he's got stuff from when he was at Juilliard, like, you know, before he was even in his first movie. So, wow. and he's just like, he has all these tapes of stuff. So there's stuff of him, like on the sets of uh, a lot of different movies. It's interesting. Uh, I don't think you're going to come away with it thinking like, Oh, I'm wrong about Val Kilmer. He seems like a good guy, but he definitely seems uh, misunderstood. He's still a dick. Um, I had a, I knew somebody who interviewed to be his, his assistant a long time ago. And the people that he had interviewed with, yeah like in the interview they were it was like two people and they're like okay so and they talked to him like he was like hope you know what you're getting it and they're like so val is a tornado and we just need you to know that before you talk to him and he was like okay and he was his assistant for a while but then quit obviously because it was uh not sustainable yeah, I uh had uh it's funny that you say that because I had uh, been recommended by someone to be his assistant when I first moved to LA and it would have involved I don't remember which movie it was that he did but uh I would have had to go to Morocco uh to <laughs> for the shoot. Not too bad. Yeah. Uh, funny that 
say that because I'm actually Hal Kilmer, Val's long lost son. <laughs> Hal Kilmer, the other Green Lantern. Cammy uh, yeah. Egan saw the Val Kilmer documentaries, just called Val. It is on Amazon Prime uh, and loved it. His son sounds exactly like him. Agreed. Well, they uh, did. Make his... Sorry, go ahead. Didn't they? His voice, his son did the voiceover, but then they ran it through an AI to make it sound like Val Kilmer's voice. Oh, I didn't realize that. Well, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, Dominica Saxon says, speaking of sons, are you excited about the many saints of Newark? That's the prequel to the Sopranos. I think I'm as excited about it as I can be. I hope it's good. But uh, if it's not, I'm not going to be like, oh, how could that possibly have not been good? A, a just, prequel to the Sopranos. I just feel like if it doesn't end in the middle of a sentence, they have no artistic integrity. <laughs> and they should also use Don't Stop Believing by uh, by Journey again. Mm -hmm. Well, why not? Well, that'll be out in October. So, Did the guy uh, who directed that have like a stinker? On his, I feel like his last movie sucked. And he was a good, he's a good director who's had some good movies and some shitty ones. Are you talking about David Chase who created The Sopranos? Or are you talking no, no, no. about... The guy who directed Many Saints of Newark. It's not David Chase. I don't think. Uh, I don't know. Anybody in the chat know who directed that? Because uh, I'm going to do the Google, but I got slow fingers, you know. So anybody who knows, uh, go ahead and let us know uh, who it, whom it might be. The director is Alan Taylor. I don't really know who that is. So that didn't help. Uh, but uh, it will be available simultaneously in theaters and HBO Max. But uh, only available to see in theaters is the new Marvel MCU movie, Shang-Chi, uh, which I hope people go and check out uh, this weekend. Uh, will, what would convince you to see that? Because it's, uh, you know, it is tied into the MCU but it is new characters, new stories, and uh, it, it could it could stand on its own, but it is definitely part of the universe. I think I'm just kind of waiting to see like what the general public says, you know what I mean, okay. like what people's reactions to. Here's the thing that really always gets me, which is probably what gets most people, is if I feel like everybody is part of some kind of conversation about something on social media, there's a lot of jokes being made, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Coltrane is telling a fucking super spooky story right now. Yeah. Uh, in, that's what, uh, yeah. Raging Rhino says Coltrane looks like he's telling ghost stories to children. That's right. Uh, um, which that's how we should do. We we should do a Halloween special where we're all lit like this. We should. And um, every story we tell ends with, and he had a hook hand or yeah. one of those. And then, have you watched? Have you been watching um, Wellington Paranormal at all? No, I don't even know what oh, that, that is. Spin off of what we do in the shadows, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was originally coming out just in New Zealand, but now they're releasing the first three seasons, uh, and then they're going over to HBO. I think they're airing on the CW, and then they end up on HBO Max or whatever the day after, and it's really funny. I'm enjoying it a lot. Oh, cool. Hmm. All right. So, no, I'll, I'll, I will oh, check that out. Uh, Wellington Paranormal. Right. So... Uh, uh, this is what we'll end on today uh, as we celebrate 450 episodes. No fucking uh, Dominicus Saxon says that is an unfortunate shadow behind uh, Mr. TK. And if you look at the shadow for those watching the video, it does look that you would get it stuck into a padlock. Just bringing it all back. <laughs> uh, yeah. See? So thank we you to go ahead. Coltrane. Sorry. What I said, we tie these things all together. We, we try.
not usually <laughs> successful, but uh, we definitely we definitely do our very best. Uh, well, thank you to everyone who joined us in the chat. It's always uh, extra fun to have uh, some of our friends joining in and uh, talking to us. Uh, please uh, continue to do so when we do these live episodes. Uh, we will uh, be back next week with uh, Blackcast 451. And, uh, you know, if people ever want to ask, like, why do you think that the Blackcast hasn't really caught on more after 450 episodes? Uh, the fact that uh, I want to do uh, episode 451 is in some way a uh, Ray Bradbury uh, Fahrenheit 451 themed nice. episode. I think that's We're exactly. Burned comic yeah. books. No. I, I mean, I would like to just do like, you know, books that we'd like to be burned, but I, I feel like there's bad connotation to that. But uh, so uh, stay tuned for that. And uh, we'll also have our uh, Shang-Chi reactions uh, as part of the Blackcast, but you can also get them immediately uh, when the episodes go live on the Blackcast YouTube channel as part of Marvel Movie Talk over the next week or so. Uh, and later in September, a whole heap of uh, musician interviews that I've done over the summer. So uh, stay tuned for all of it. And uh, we'll have uh, the whole gang back together before you know it. And, uh, you know, we'll just keep, you know, I think Bujenski is, it's the waiting for Godot. We just always expect that we get him. But at this point, we don't even really expect it. We just let people know that, like, he might be here, you know. Uh, but uh, there's never a surprise uh, when he isn't. Uh, Coltrane, you're not on Twitter. Uh, and you were never on Instagram. So if, uh, if people want to get a message to you, they just need to, what, send it to me? And then I can text it to you. Is that the best way to do it? Yes, that that's about it. Okay, that's fair. Uh, and uh, Jeff is available on those things, but uh, he dares you to follow him in the way that uh, he feels like you'll only be disappointed by it. Is that fair? If you follow me, uh, just know that you are a lemming being led off a cliff. <laughs> right. Exactly. And Will Sterling at yes. Will Sterling underscore. That's me. And that's both Twitter and Instagram, right? That is correct. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, a, uh, a, a, you know, in the works on a major motion picture that uh, hopefully uh, we'll all have, uh, you know, maybe in 2022, we'll get to see it. I don't, I don't know where you're at in the process. A but, book and uh, a motion picture. I can't stop watching Coltrane's shadow constantly. It is pretty crazy. Practical is it like effects, a disco baby, ball? effects. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's very cool. Exactly. There's no CGI with Coltrane. <laughs> oh, it's a fucking candle. Whoa. I love it. It is a scary story. I told story. you I was celebrating 420 before I got on with you guys. So like, <laughs> it, it was it was not a lie. Uh Jason Blair does make the point that he's a little upset that there was no Casey Anthony talk. Uh like her episode of like Casey Anthony, the American tragedy or whatever, is on the ID channel tonight. I'm just saying, coincidence. Yeah, and and I I texted uh, Coltrane that I had seen a meme that I refused <laughs> to screenshot because I'm like, if I have that meme on my phone, I will go to hell. It was a Casey Anthony themed meme, and uh, I was just like, it's too wrong. Like I can't, I don't want to be on record as having disseminated that meme over uh, over state lines via text, and I so I just described it to him, and I felt like that was uh, that was good enough uh, or yeah, bad enough, in all honesty. 
Uh, so yeah, but, uh, so we didn't have that to share anyway. Uh, I thought we, uh, we had some fun. Nobody learned anything. So, uh, sounds like, uh, 450 more episodes of the black cast, uh, ready, ready to head your way. get us to 900. I know it still won't be a thousand. God, I know. Damn it. Look, you we know. just have to hang in for another year and we'll get to 500. You know, I mean, I think that, uh, that's really where it should be. Right. You know, no, I, I mean, mean I, honestly, if you're at 450, like you might as well go to a thousand. Right. Well, yeah, I, I look, I agree with that, but uh, maybe or, we could set the Guinness Book of World Records. What's the longest? How many episodes oh, in a podcast? I mean, uh, I don't uh, Mark Marin has like 1300 or something because he does it multiple times a week. Yeah, I, I don't even know what uh, what number it is, you know, Damn, uh, okay. but yeah, he he has a lot. And I don't know, like not everybody numbers them. I think that they say you're not supposed to number them. They think it's better if you don't. But uh, I right. don't know. Yeah, when you come when you. When you come from comic book collecting, the idea of numbering is just sort of, uh, you know, yeah. burned into you. And periodically you start back over from number one just to get yeah. new listeners involved. Right. Yeah. yeah, I know. That's what we'll do. We'll go to Blackcast 999 and then the next episode number will be one. volume two, episode one. <laughs> yeah. We got a movie coming out. We want a bunch of people to read the comic book. I remember when I invented podcasts. I remember what I Number one. Yeah. <laughs> uh but thank you to everybody thank you coltrane and uh thank you to liev for sleeping through the show uh yeah. you know uh, I, I, it didn't hurt Let's put it i mean i'm way. just saying that like that right there is definitely a halloween character i'm just saying yeah like, oh no definitely that was a halloween character i like you that. guys are both halloween characters yeah uh and uh raging rhino has been uh he's closing in on 12 years but he only does his podcast once a month so uh you're never gonna catch us at that rate nope <laughs> you're way behind bitch <laughs> that's not nice <laughs> uh but uh if you want to follow me on twitter and instagram at christian dmz and please subscribe to the Blackcast youtube channel b-l-a-d-t c-a-s-t blackcast.com at Blackcast on twitter and go ahead and uh like the Blackcast on Facebook. That is all the time for Blackcast 450. Hmm. But we will see you next time on Blackcast 451. On. If I did 451 dings, at what point would you guys jump out? At that point, Three. at the end, I'd have to count every single one. <laughs> All right, I don't know. Like, All right, Jeff, I I see your I see your bluff, and I raise you three. He <laughs> 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 went out of one. All right, all right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. For people like us, in places like this, we need all the hope. What's on the TV? iTunes that put on the BC. Podcasts on, no talking to me. Listen in to Blackcast. Keep up on comics and movies. Do phone ring, I answer hoodies. I can't talk, call back if you please. Listen in to Blackcast. You 
don't know what you are missing Damn fine show hosted by Christian He's just dope, no ass, I'm kissing Listening to Blackcast Click subscribe on this podcast You won't be the first, but don't you be last Listen while you pumping your gas Listening to Blackcast On this episode, it's Jean Grey Talking about the things that she say So distracted, didn't feed bay. Listening to Blackcast Met this girl, she smiled in my face Black cast in Chile to my place Had one beer, she brought a whole case Listening to Black Cast Cops knock on the door and listen Black cast on, they think I'm Christian Cops ran off, now I ain't trippin' Listening to Black Cast I've looked at clouds from both sides now From up and down and still somehow It's clouds illusions I recall I really From the ghost twin TV or whatever. All oh, the time. All oh, it's on After Buzz TV, that's right. But that guy Christian, you rock! Alright, several Texas had to go take care of some business. But I'm here to say, have a nice day. And listen to the damn show.